The following is intended only for immature audiences. Don't take this show seriously. We believe whatever you believe. If you change your mind, we believe that too. Now take it away, voice of God. The boys are online. Welcome to the show. Sometimes. I think I feel like I've gotten mindless with space dwarves. But maybe you're just bad at learning things. No, I'm I'm pretty mindless with space dwarves, but sometimes you just gotta, you know, search a little bit. Yeah, that's fair. But Gears just tells you exactly where to go and then makes you go there. Well actually mm-hmm. most of the time, some of the shit we were doing it was like Alright, figure it out. Oh yeah, there's like puzzles we we're trying to do. Well exactly. Are you recording? Gets through the whole episode and forgets to hit fucking record. <laughs> yeah, I am now. Okay. Man, I'm the coolest fucking dude. I'm a, How so? I'm a bald black guy with like the weirdest beard. Like one of those like old timey beards where they shave just the chin and like under the chin. Wait, what? So it's like the beard goes from like your sideburns down and then when it hits your chin, it's shaved, and instead it goes up above the mustache. I know there's a name for that style. Only cool That's when it. black guys do it. That's the name. Mutton chops. Yeah. No, I don't know if that's actually mutton chops, because mutton chops is like just... the side. It's just when it's that's just the side. Yeah, like it's minus the mustache. Mm. But he has the mustache. This is mutton chops plus stash. That's what I'm calling it. Also, like, I saw the invite, and it didn't pop up anywhere. There it is. Wait, are we in Act 2, Chapter 1? Does that make sense? I think so. Because we were in, like, a boss fight at the end of last one. Oh, I guess. I guess we got further than I thought. That doesn't feel like it. It says we're an hour in. That makes sense. All right. Cool, we're doing that. Wait, shit, are you in here? Yes. Lit. Oh, I'm a lady. I never wanted to be a lady. Well, you can't be a duplicate character, so either I change or you change. Well, I'm... I was here first, so... You could also be the robot. and then I don't uh, want to be the robot. Yeah, he's useful to have around, but I wouldn't want to play as him. That's like if your girlfriend or like little brother is playing. Yeah, like, and okay. you're like, you can be Jack. Yeah, exactly. Go touch that box. Like, yeah, I got it. <laughs> okay. Okay, Jack. I'll go do that. Go invisible and shit. Yeah, that's what your girlfriend sounds like, by the way. I'll go do that. I was thinking like a, a stupid child, but... No, I like the idea that your girlfriend sounds like that. She's a stupid child. I hate that. <laughs> I guess that's how I imagine your girlfriend. I'm like, God. I, no, I think we should arrest you, honestly. What? Because I'm... Dating, dating a, a stupid, not just a child, you're dating a retarded child. That's fucked up, dude. That's like to the multiple layers. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everyone. Um, I, I did come up with a name for this episode, by the way. My retarded child girlfriend. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's sexy bald men. Oh, yeah, I would do it. Yeah. That really threw me for a loop. Yeah, it did. 
so, like, especially because one of us isn't even bald. <laughs> yeah, I was like, damn. I didn't realize I was bald. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you were bald yeah. at one point in your life, yep. but currently... Yeah, but currently I, I, I have hair. Yeah. Not a lot, but I have it. But it's, some of it's there. No, basically we were at a, a bar on Friday night and some dude that we were chatting with like left and came back and when he came back he was like yeah i was telling them about the sexy bald dudes i was talking to and we were like us what oh my god hi <laughs> tell me more but tell me a lot less because i'm really uncomfortable <laughs> <laughs> what exactly do you think is sexy is it the way i am <laughs> is it the scalp <laughs> Is it the baldness or like, what's getting you here? Or am I sexy despite the baldness? Because of the baldness. Yeah, that's, I mean, to some people, apparently there's some chicks who are like, I like bald dudes. I'd yeah, love, but... love to meet them. <laughs> where, where are those ones at? Allegedly they exist. I think they exist after like 26. Yeah. If I was looking to date girls who were, you know, not my age much much older i mean maybe not much like 30 mid 30s yeah probably like 30s is when they're like oh yeah i guess that means they're probably not retarded no this is legitimately why i need to like look like i have money because if i look like i have money then yeah the being 30 doesn't matter girls in their 20s will want to date me anyway because like we can buy me things and you buy her things. And then I won't buy her things, but she'll think I might. Mm, you tell her that. Yeah. And that'll help me keep her around for at least long enough to touch her. And then after I've touched her a couple times, I'll be like, well, I'm not buying you anything. And then she'll be like, okay, bye. And that's the plan. That's the plan. Mm-hmm. What the fuck am I looking at right now? Oh. I'm okay. just looking for those little upgrade cubes things is broken what why are we in a village okay this is like a they did this in halo 5 too there's like little little areas where you know missions where you're not doing anything i'm like when has that ever been in gears really love missions where i don't play the game yeah they're like just look for things talk to some townsfolk it'll be immersive you're like i don't want it to be immersive i want to Welcome shoot to the things. rpg i just want to shoot stuff and stab him in the face with a saw yeah that's what gears is about now gears is like no but you're a woman now isn't that inclusive like no i don't want to see a woman chainsaw dude face off how far are we we're in five minutes we've said retard and just misogyny all over the place i don't know it's misogyny to say i don't want to see a woman chainsaw dude's face oh i do want to see that that's female empowerment. No, that's a man's job, dude. I said you don't want to? Yeah, I don't want to see a woman chainsaw a man's face. Well, how is this not misogyny? I, because I have a preference for what I want to see women do or not do. That is literally like the definition. I didn't say I'm going to stop them from doing it. I just said I don't want to see it. Get that out of here. <laughs> Fucking, when did you become so woke? What's happening? I'm not. I don't know. It feels, feels like it, man. I just like the observation. <laughs> like, no, women can chainsaw any man's face they want. Thank you. Do what they want. Leave them alone. Fuck, all right. No, the dude will be a lot better at it, guaranteed. 
His muscles are bigger. Yeah, it requires upper body strength chainsawing a man's face. Yeah. In half, in fact. Oh. Did you just pause the game? No, my fucking controller lost its oh. dick. I would do it. <laughs> <laughs> I usually keep a big old dildo on my controller and it lost it. So the dick fell off. And it got confused. Oh, that's uh, just opening. Okay. We did it. We're at part two. The same looking city. The continuing of walking around. Speak Yay. to the village chief. You weren't kidding. We literally have to talk to the chief. Yeah. Oh, look, that guy almost got hit. Isn't that cool? Oh, God. Oh, God. Ow. Hey, don't walk through that gas. A little pro tip. Thanks. We have a robot for that. Uh, so what other misogyny and retards do we have? What a... <laughs> On the topic. Um... Let's see. Do you want to you want to explain the first thing? Um, well, do we want to go into topics, or do we want to want me to describe my survival school? Oh, you can do that's just survival school. Okay. <laughs> um, so over the last like week, I was doing this school that essentially it's like you survive in the wilderness for the first couple of days, and then the rest of the week they do like urban survival training. So like. Here's how to knife fight. Here's how to pick your way out of handcuffs. Um, you know, stuff like that. And then the last two days is a simulation, essentially, where you get f kidnapped by, like, the people who run it. They kidnap you, and then they torture you in their basement. And then once, after you're done getting tortured... And you pay for this. You yeah, it was, like, it was like 600 I got it half off, but it would have been, like, 600 bucks. Some of the people paid like four or five grand because they were doing a 45-day class that ended in this. Um, yeah, so it's you get tortured and then they release you in a... I don't know if I should say the city. I don't know if it matters, but I'm just going to not say the city. In a city in, in the south, and you just have to... Which apparently is the 12th most dangerous city in the U.S. by some metrics. You just find that out. He told us like the day before he let us go. I was like, cool, that's good to know. Well, now you know it's at least not that bad. Yeah, now I know I can survive at least anything safer than the 12th most dangerous. Like, if I go with number 9, I might be fucked, but 12, I'll be screwed. good. Um, no, and it's literally they just release you in the city, and with you get like 20 bucks and your cell phone, but you're not really supposed to use it. It's just for safety's sake. And a pocket knife, and you're just supposed to like figure out how to eat and sleep for the night. And then in the morning, they give you... They texted us a dead drop location, and so it was like at a Bass Pro Shops. We had to go to this Bass Pro Shops and find a slip of paper that had a list of instructions on it. And that list of instructions was like missions we had to complete through the day. And then once we completed those missions, they picked us up and we went home, and we were done. Alrighty. Well, what were the missions? So like, <clears throat> one of them... It was stuff, basically it was like social engineering stuff. The idea was to get you confident in knowing that if you were stranded with nothing, you could talk your way into um, getting stuff from people. So like one of them was convince somebody to give you a money. Another was convince somebody to give you free food. My controller being a bitch again. I don't know what the fuck its issue is. Uh, and then it was like one, a couple of them were like, uh, excuse me, it was like, you had to be done by 5 p.m., but one of the missions was five miles away, and then the other, and then the pickup point was five miles away from that, and so if you didn't secure a ride, 
Like you technically didn't have to convince people to give you a ride, but if you didn't secure a ride, it was like good fucking luck walking that far. It didn't yeah. take a hot minute. Um, and you know, it's the South in the summer, so it's hot as fuck. So, so I, part of my solution, since I am a bald man is since they knew me as bald, I was like, well, the best disguise is I'll just fucking first I'll change all of my clothes. So I went from like during the thing I was wearing jeans and a t-shirt and then I went and, uh, I acquired without paying for a, uh, a new t-shirt and, and switched to a pair of shorts. And then I also acquired without paying a wig. <laughs> so I went from this bald dude to this fucking like, curly haired napoleon dynamite looking motherfucker and put you on some glasses like napoleon dynamite <laughs> yeah. uh, that is the most accurate like description of that outfit well, it was literally just like it was called nerd outfit at the party city <laughs> like they were and it was that oh, the whole thing yeah it was that and uh glasses and so like i'm pretty sure that's what they were going for is napoleon dynamite and it works. That's so funny. Well, and the thing is, so I I also have a pretty uh, unwelcoming appearance. <laughs> like, just being yeah. a bald white dude. So I tried to find a, first of all, a baggy shirt. I didn't really succeed in that. But I did get a shirt that had, like, the, the city's college basketball team on it. And so it looked like I was, like, either a college kid or just, like, some normal guy who likes sports instead of, you know, the sociopath that I am. And <laughs> getting hunted in a city by someone you paid to hunt me. <laughs> yeah. To hunt you. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, no. And so it was literally like I was wearing this shirt of this team. I didn't know I had glasses on and I had a nerd thing. And then I, I, this one I, I did pay for, um, I got a $2 crutch from the Salvation Army. <laughs> and so I was limping everywhere. And so it was like, if they saw me on the street, they would have had no idea it was me. <laughs> I've never seen someone go this far before. <laughs> when he did pick me up, he was like, "This is hilarious." I was like, "Thank you." That's you. You were a. He's an ex-army ranger. He didn't, you know. Yeah, not a guy compliments. Who, not a guy who smiles much. <laughs> so, so to be the one who you know was funny was I was like, "Thank you." I try. <laughs> but it was a That's... fucking crazy experience. Would recommend. The torture was like, basically they. We're locked in a basement and it's like three hours of torture, which it didn't feel like it, honestly. It felt like once we were done and he was like, that was three hours. I was like, it felt like 15 fucking minutes. Um, I guess time flies when you're having tortured. masochistic fun. Yeah. yeah um, this might as well last forever. Keep going, daddy. Yeah, no. Hit me hard. <laughs> <laughs> no, so the part that was like... So basically... They lock us down there and they had us do PT, which is if people who don't, you know, mil no military stuff. Basically, it's just like you work out um, and they're like yelling at you to do different workouts. Like you have to do push-ups and air squats and stuff like that. And uh, so we're doing that while we're shackled to the person next to us and we have a bag on our head. And it's like dark. Um, God damn, I don't care. Go away. And uh, so that was that was fun. And then once you're exhausted, they bring you into a um, like box, they call it, which is literally just like a maybe eight foot by eight foot room where they lock four of us, four or five of us in all chained together. And with mm. the bags on our heads, they just sprayed us down with OC spray, which is pepper spray that is stronger than bear spray. 
Oh, so, okay, I thought you, it was literally just pepper spray, so it was, like, an actual upgraded version of pepper spray. <laughs> yeah, it's oh my stronger God. than bear spray, yeah. Sweet fucking Jesus. <laughs> yep, it was pretty, it's pretty nice, and so, like, and the best thing about that is uh, pepper spray doesn't just hurt your whatever, like, your eyes. It hurts kind of whatever it touches, and so they not only sprayed it on our faces they then dumped water on us so that it covered our entire fucking bodies because pepper spray or sea spray it's a uh, it's not water soluble so if you pour water on it it doesn't it's it's like if you drink water when you have spicy food it doesn't go away it just spreads it, like it around spreads around and makes it like honestly worse yeah exactly and so not only is are my eyes burning the thing that's actually significantly worse than that is my fucking cock and balls were on fire like it was brutal just sitting in your own like filth yeah that's the other thing there's it's like we're just sitting on the floor it's not like they have you know couches in there and the floor is just a puddle of this shit essentially so you're just sitting in it too yeah so they did that they tased us a you know few times they had a nice cattle prod they would get us with if you know if we didn't do what they wanted they just pop us with that um, which honestly their cattle prod was apparently kind of dying. Like it wasn't as strong as it should have been. So that didn't hurt that bad. Like it's not fun. And you still, you're like, I'm going to do my best to follow not commands to happen again. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But it's like, if the, if that was all they did, I probably would have been like, yeah, whatever. Like I, I could have lived, you know, the pepper yeah. spray fucking sucks though. But so the thing about pepper spray is it's, it's just pain. Like it's a lot of pain, but it's just pain. The part that. I was like, oh, fuck me. I don't know if I could keep doing this. Like, if they'd kept going, I don't know how I would have handled it. Is we got, like, very... We got, like, baby's first waterboarding, essentially. Waterboarding children. Yeah, exactly. No, it was like... It wasn't apparently... Because I talked to the ranger afterward. And he was like, that wasn't real waterboarding. I was like, well, fuck me. I hope I never get real waterboarding then. Um, Essentially, though, we had these bags on our head. These, like, canvas bags. And they made us lay back and do flutter kicks, you know, where you'd like do your legs back and forth. Um, and while we're doing flutter kicks, they dumped water on our heads. And so it's like, you get this dump of water in your face, which is bad enough. Like you already feel like you can't breathe from that, but then the water stays like soaked into the bag. And so you have this thick water filled bag on your head. And so it genuinely feels like you can't breathe. Like I'm sure I technically could get oxygen through it, but it did not feel like it. And yeah, dude, the <sighs> panic that you feel when you when your body like you're you can tell your body to shut the fuck up and deal with pain. If you're not able to breathe, you're kind of just like that's it. Like you can't, you can't tell, tell your body, your body to be like stop being a bitch. Yeah, exactly. Especially because the advice he gave us for how to deal with not breathing was or with the pain was breathe deep and slow. I'm like six, so I'll just do that when I can't breathe. <laughs> like, not gonna work. Breathe deeper. You're like, I, there's nothing there. I I can't breathe at all, fucker. Um, yeah. So that that part was fucking rough. Like, yeah, your body just essentially shuts down and is like, I do whatever this person asks to get air again. Like um, whatever. What do you need to know? Yeah, exactly. If I was being interrogated and they waterboarded me for two minutes, I'd probably be like, all right, fuck me. Here you go. <laughs> You need all the information because otherwise I die. <laughs> Here's all my friends. They're all <laughs> they're all stationed over there. 
Go kill all of them. I don't care. Get them. Just give me my air back, please. God. <laughs> yeah. That's horrifying. Yeah. I, I, I don't want to do that. <laughs> but I could say I did it now. And part that's of me true. wants to, like, get a couple friends together to hold me down and, like, actually waterboard me down just so I can see what that's the real ones like, you know? Well, I'll, I'll waterboard you. Yeah, we just need you. And, <laughs> we need somebody to hold me down and somebody to pour the water, and then that's probably good. Yeah, that's that's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, the difference is when you're actually being waterboarded, they hold you like you're at a decline so that mm-hmm. the water they, like go right in your nose yeah it goes well it goes straight into your sinuses and that's apparently what makes it like you instantly feel like you're drowning because you're i guess that just sends some signal to your brain that like we can't breathe there's water in our sinuses okay yeah so i'd love to try yeah. that out i don't know if i could safely waterboard you well we'd google it and be like how do you waterboard somebody <laughs> How Thanks, you, Google. How do you safely waterboards? And then Google will be like, oh, yeah, I'm not going to warn anybody about this. Go ahead. Yeah, that seems reasonable. This is a normal request. Get on with it. Like, Thanks, Google. It is. Here's a YouTube video. Um, what else do you need? Like, I'm sure there are YouTube videos. Like, here's how you waterboard. I, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Huh? Oh. I had something stuck in my throat. Oh, that's nice. Don't do that. Be back now. I'm assuming we have to tell Jack to do something with this. Yep. Um, yeah, so then after the torture, they, uh, like I said, they drop you off in the city. And while I was in the fucking city, uh, like I, I, as I said, I acquired some things without paying for them. And turns out that's real easy to do, just in case anybody's wondering. You, uh, for, especially if you look non like you would think a big bushy blonde afro would make me more obvious like you draw attention but it just makes you look like a nerd and so people are like ah that guy's not doing anything like make sure people leave you alone weird you look like a dork um and then oh how do i this like does i don't know how Ah, whatever that doesn't matter um what was i gonna say Oh, and so, yeah, you just stuff things in your pocket and leave. And so I just kept track of all the places that I did that to and went after and was like, hey, I think the other day I walked out of the store without paying for a couple things. Like, they made it into my bag. Uh, here's some money. And all the stores were like, oh, are you sure? Like, that's nice of you. I was like, yeah, pretty sure. Positive. <laughs> Definitely uh, walked out of here with those items. <laughs> Definitely didn't pay for them. That's my bad. Yeah, I didn't mean to. I like, thought I just did it, you know. Thought I had. They're like, wow, that's honest of you. I'm like, mm, that's sort of honest of me. If you saw me yesterday. <laughs> you wouldn't have thought that then. <laughs> if you check the camera footage, it wouldn't seem that honest. <laughs> and well, then... This really is a kind man. Yep. <laughs> nope, not really. Not entirely. No, and then the next... Or the the thing that actually made the cops run after me wasn't even uh, shoplifting. I'm just going to say the word now because I'm tired of euphemisms. It was <laughs> fucking breaking and entering. I uh, So I was trying to find a place to sleep. And it was the idea was we were supposed to, or at least one of their suggestions. He was like, you don't have to do this. But if you don't, you're going to end up you know, sleeping in the woods, essentially. Uh, the, 
we were ideally supposed to go like find somebody at a bar and convince them to let us stay with them. But that did not happen. And I just, I, maybe I could have, but I was like, there's no fucking way. Like that just seemed improbable to me. And so instead I was like, well, I'll just go break in somewhere. <laughs> um, somewhere that's, you know, not going to be populated on a, it was like a Monday night. And so instead I, I, as I was like, they dropped us in the city and as I was walking past things, I just kept mental track of like what's around. And one of the things that was around, there were like churches and stuff. I felt like would have been good, but one of them was a, a football stadium. And I was like, it'd be fun to sleep at the, you know, the like announcers part of a high school football stadium. Yeah. It's like, it'd be fun to sleep there. Um, so I fucking, it's like this large area that's like enclosed and there's a baseball and a football stadium and a track and all that in there. Um, and so I hop, that was pretty perfect. <laughs> yeah. And so I hop the fence to get in and start walking toward the concessions. Cause I was, I was like, maybe I can get in there. That might be heated and there might be other supplies in there. And as I get out into the open where I'm very visible in front of the concessions, I see to my right in the parking lot, I was like, oh, there's a security car. Oh, no, that's oh, not a security no. car. That's a policeman. <laughs> and he was just chilling there just in the football parking lot. For some reason, in my mind, I was like, oh, it's probably just an empty police car. Don't know why I thought that would be the case. Um, but even still, I was like, I'm going to tiptoe now everywhere I'm going here. The smart thing to do would have been to just fucking leave and not sleep there. Um, but did he see you then? No, he didn't see me at that point because I kept like, I kept trying to get into the concession thing. I kept walking around and like, he didn't leave his, I didn't hear him coming. I didn't see him coming. None of that. So I was like, all right, I'm. Being sneaky enough, at least. He's not really paying attention. He's probably taking a fucking nap, honestly, or jerking off in there. I'm sure being a cop gets boring. Because um, he was there for a while. Anyway, so I gave up on the spot where he could see me, and I was like, I'm going to, instead of doing the football stadium, because I got up toward the top and there were fucking cameras up there. Like, yeah, this doesn't seem like a good idea. Um, and so instead of doing the football stadium, I went like across the way to the baseball stadium, and try to get in the announcer thing that was up there. And after it took me a minute, but I managed to pick the lock and get in. And so I, I take the lock off the door and I put it on the table inside of this like baseball announcers thing. And I hide my stuff nearby. Cause I was like, I don't want to carry. I, I had at this point gotten like a bag and it was full of like clothes and food and stuff. Like I was, I was doing pretty well on supplies, honestly. Mm -hmm. Um, but I was like, I don't want to carry this with me. And I also don't like partly because if I get caught, I don't want to lose this shit. Um, and it's going to weigh me down. And so I hid it nearby. And then I went to go like bushcraft a bed. Basically, I'd, I'd taken a trash can or a trash bag rather off of a uh, janitor's thing. So I had like a big, thick trash bag. And mm. and I went. I was like, all right, if I load this up with leaves, it won't be the best mattress, but it'll be softer than just the hard floor. So I spent like half an hour stripping leaves off trees. And I got back and was like, and partly the reason for this was I was, I after I'd broken in, I was like, well, in case he's noticed, I don't want to be here for the next little while. That way, if he comes over, I'll see him like investigating and I can just run away. Mm -hmm. Which makes sense. Yeah, I, I think that was a good idea. Um, but apparently not a good enough idea because I went away for half an hour and then came back 
And I don't know if he saw me like poking around or heard. It was a really creaky door. So I don't know if he heard it from across the stadium or what. But basically, I went and sat in front of it to eat my food. And there was like a so there's a road that ran next to it. And I could see whenever cars would come by, I'd like hear them and see their lights going by. Um, and usually it was like, since I was behind this thing, I was hidden behind it. I'd hear their, I'd see their lights coming one direction. And then I'd see their lights leaving. Like once they'd passed the, the, the thing, uh, this time as I was eating my food in front of it, I saw lights coming and then, and I, I was pretty sure it looked like a white, like Mustang or whatever, whatever their cop cars are. Mm. Um, so I was, like, I was a little on edge already but because of that. But then I see lights come up and then they go behind the stadium or the, the announcer thing. And then I, it like a good 10 seconds passed and I don't see those lights continue on. <laughs> so it's like, oh, fuck, I think the cop is 10 feet away from me. Probably taking the lock off the gate right now to get in. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. So... Then I started to panic and was like, fuck, 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 fuck. I need to get out of here and managed to essentially like I, as he was coming in, I saw him investigating like my Mountain Dew I had sitting in front of the fucking thing. And I saw him go up this, or I heard him go up the stairs and like get into the little area that I had broken into. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure he saw the fucking lock was off and was like, somebody picked this lock. Like, it would have been one thing if he, if I was just some dumb kid who like was sleeping in the field, but the fact yeah. that I lock picked like that's not good. Um, so I'm sure he saw that and was like shit, or or was you know more more uh, on edge, yeah, yeah. And so, and I had fucking lock picks on me. So if he had found me and then started searching me, that would have been bad news. <laughs> like that would that wouldn't have been uh, hey, what are you doing? Get out of here. That probably would have been uh, how about you come down back to the station with me. <laughs> yeah so yeah so okay. i i hear him in the the area that i'd broken into and the nice thing about flashlights is you can tell where somebody's looking when it's nighttime and they're using a flashlight mm -hmm. and so i was using that to determine where he was kind of searching and where i could go and so as he came back out i snuck my way like to the dugout and it was the dugout on first or by first and so i was hanging out behind that dugout just like waiting for an opportunity and I saw him like shine his flashlight along the field and then start walking toward the dugout on third, luckily. And I was like, all right, here's my chance. So I just fucking hopped the fence. It made a fuck ton of noise as I hopped it. So I assumed he heard me and was coming after me. And I just dead sprinted like a block and a half away until I found a field. And then I just waited in that field for him to go past. And then I spent like the next hour just waiting for him to leave because he kept like patrolling like he'd I'd see him drive past down the block uh and did then, he chase you then i don't think he knew where i went like because oh, for a okay. minute like i waited there for a good minute and he kept not coming um and so i think he yeah he just kept searching which he must have been a fucking deaf person because the fence made a shit ton of noise excuse me and then the uh um, as I was running past one of the houses, some dogs came out and started barking their asses off, off at me. I'm like, there's no way he didn't hear that, but he must've just written it off. Yeah. It's just like, oh, it's just dogs. 
yeah, so anyway, I uh, waited for him to be like down the street a little ways, and he I he apparently pulled somebody over because I saw lights. I'm like, I wonder if he was thought that person was me or if he just got bored and was they were doing something else. But either way, while he was pulling somebody over, I hopped the fence, got my shit, hopped back, and then sprinted away again and just ended up sleeping in the fucking woods, which was not ideal. I woke up every 15 minutes to like bugs biting me and owls 10 feet over my fucking head. Did you do your tick checks? I did like a day or two later. I think did I'm fine. Did you find any? Uh, no, but in the first two days I was there, I found like 12 of them. Gross. Yeah. So I might get Lyme disease. I think the I thing about that. Lyme disease is that if you get it, it's really, it's like syphilis where it's not a problem unless you don't catch it. So, like, as long as I manage to... Don't, don't get the disease, then you'll be fine. I mean, not getting it would be ideal. But if I if I start feeling sick at all, I'm just going to go to the hospital and be like, can you test me for Lyme disease, please? Didn't you say your throat felt weird? Yeah, I don't think that's, like, relevant. I mean, I was fucking with my throat recently. I think it's like you get actual sickness symptoms. Hey, man. I don't know. Dude, some of the horror stories I've heard about fucking Lyme disease, though... That it's, it's not fun at all. It then, scares the shit out of me. Like it's, I know, like ticks are number yeah. one fear. Yeah, they're also not just Lyme disease. They can give you a fucking allergy to red meat. Like, how about you kill me instead? <laughs> I can't have my fucking burgers anymore. It's literally my favorite food. Oh, yeah, that was snowdrift thing. Oh, oh god. No, because I was talking to one of the dudes who was one of the instructor candidates, and he was saying that, he was like, yeah, I had Lyme disease once, and like, I notice a difference now in my mental, like, acuity. Like, he's like, I notice a difference in IQ points, essentially. I'm like, you fucking what? Like, that's the worst like thing you can dumber? take. Yeah. Okay. That's not good. I can't imagine, there aren't many worse fucking <laughs> issues to have from something. Yeah, I don't want to get a disease and then just be dumb by the end. Yeah, like I'd rather lose some level of physical ability than my fucking mental ability. Yeah, like that that stuff don't come back. Yeah. and Physical you can usually work on. Yeah, exactly. You can do physical <clears throat> therapy. There's not like, I mean, maybe you do stuff and it sort of comes back. I don't know. That just scares the shit out of me. And then also... Like for just like mental training or... Just for, I mean, everything I do benefits from me being as smart as possible. Yeah. <laughs> like, fuck. And just the better you are at things, you should probably just be smarter. Yeah. yeah. No, exactly. No, and then also we had a family friend. Uh, she, she was an IB kid, and she was apparently, you know, one of the tryhards. Like, she was really smart. And she f got Lyme disease, like, her junior year and ended up having to drop out of high school entirely. And I think is still just basically just as miserable as she like she's never gotten better. And she she asked her dad to like kill her multiple times essentially, like help me commit suicide basically. She's just been bedridden for years now. Like it sounds like the worst fucking nightmare you could give somebody. It just like shuts down your body. Yeah, essentially. And it's like it's different for everybody. Like plenty of people have had Lyme disease. One of the guys actually. He's an ROTC kid, and he said that in one of his, like, FTXs, just field training exercise, uh, they made 
the kids like army crawl through the woods and they had them apparently they accidentally had them crawl through a tick nest and like six of the kids in his troop got Lyme disease. Jesus Christ. Yeah. But it's that's the thing. It's like it's not always a big deal as far as I understand. Well, yeah, it's, like if you, it's literally if you catch it early, they can like treat it. Yeah, exactly. Do stuff. But... Well, and there was a guy on the if road. If you wait till you have symptoms, if you wait till you have symptoms, you're probably fucked. Yeah, that's bad news. Yeah, you don't want that. Um, no, one, there was a guy on Joe Rogan who was talking about flow states. Um, which, yeah, it's you like know what you that is? Flow state when you get bit by a tick. <laughs> no, what he was saying is that basically he had Lyme disease, and he was like bedridden for a year like was fucking miserable was a drain on everyone around him because he was so fucking miserable and one of his friends was like hey just one day was like hey come surfing with me he's like i can't fucking surf what are you talking about i can't leave the bed he's like just come surfing with me and so they basically just put him on a surfboard like laying down he wasn't able to do much um but once a wave came he was like something just kind of like some switch flipped and he was able to like he was able to surf well enough i don't know how he did it if he just like got on his knees or what um but he was able to surf and he was like for that moment i felt alive again essentially and he was like i felt you know after it even i felt like 10 percent better and then the next day i was fucking drained i think he even said for a week he was fucking drained like that just took everything out of him mm-hmm. but for the next while, year or whatever, he just basically spent all of his time trying to go through flow states, like doing stuff like that or downhill mountain boarding, mountain biking. Um, While he had Lyme disease? Yeah, and basically doing flow states made his Lyme disease, like essentially cured him from the sounds of it. Like he, well, he was on the Rogan podcast and he seems fine. Or he just... He convinced himself he wasn't sick anymore. <laughs> yeah, I mean, whatever it was, like, there's something he magical something. about you know, yeah. doing stuff like that. It was a crazy Dude, fucking story. Yeah. That's weird because he's just like, yeah, I basically was like dying. So and now I'm not. <laughs> now I'm not. It's fucking insane. So yeah, one of the cures for Lyme disease apparently is just go surfing. I don't know if that's like a strong <laughs> takeaway, but. <laughs> Uh, I'm pretty sure that's what. Yeah, that's, what we that's all you need to do. That's all you got to do is just go surfing exactly. when you don't want to go surfing. If you, you really the answer is have a friend who will be like, "No, bitch, we're doing this." Those are the kinds of friends you need. That's the answer to Lyme's disease. Exactly, and life. Shut up, shut up, pussy. Stand up. <laughs> <laughs> shut up, bitch. We're going surfing. You just have Lyme's disease. Dude, will Why you, would that stop you? Will you become what? a beach bum when you're in California? Will you do that for me? I don't know, man. The fucking world shuts down again. Yeah, and they shut down the beaches where people don't have to interact because that makes sense. Yeah, where you go there to sit away from everyone. It literally in the, in the open. <laughs> it literally like doesn't spread outside. That's the thing. That's yeah. part of. That's one of the reasons even that people are like, okay, this shit had to fucking have come from a lab because what virus would naturally evolve to not spread outside unless it evolved indoors yeah i mean things that spread outside are very few because it's just you know air yeah because most things are outside yeah (laughs) but yeah i think it's something (laughs) about like the sun essentially just shuts it down right away kills it yeah is it really i i mean that's that's my guess basically just it doesn't spread nearly as well outside like i 
I, there's a podcast to listen to. It's where it's you know a lot of people have opinions about this and everybody bullshits, um, but this is le- legitimately a pair of um, biologist professors. Like they know what the fuck they're talking about, and they were saying, like one of them, she's the the wife, was saying that she gets yelled at for she'll leave as soon as she leaves the grocery store, her mask is off. She's like, as soon as I'm out out the doors, and people are like, that's like there's still people around, and she's like, no, it. I doesn't spread outside, so it's pointless for me to be wearing it while I'm out like, here. It doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, there's no point for me having a mask while while there's while I'm in a location where it's not a risk, essentially. That's so weird. Yeah, it's definitely weird. But that's transmission, just... like literally. Well, I mean, like think about it. I mean, we had all those freaking riots, and cases didn't go up. I mean, that also, it's like <clears throat> you. If they had gone up, we wouldn't have known because the reports. Those are the the people reporting. It was literally like, oh, wow, look at all these riots where cases didn't go up. And then the next week, Trump had a rally and the news was like, super spreader event. You're like, okay, either they both are or neither are. Like, you can't have it both ways. Was his rally inside? No, I'm pretty sure it was an outdoor rally. Then, yeah, that's bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's fucking... Which, like, you don't even have to like Trump. Just be honest about, you know, have Anything. have the same standards for whatever you're you're saying. I'm not saying Trump was, like, a chill dude by any means. He did some stuff. He did some stuff. I'm sure some of it was good. I, I would imagine there are no presidents who did zero good things. Yeah. Even Nixon someone liked, had some bangers, I bet. Someone liked him. Yeah, that's true. At least more than half of the country that voted for him well, thought he was okay. I don't know if it's that's the thing about voting. It doesn't even Is have to be half the it country per se. No. Because your vote doesn't matter if you live in a certain state. Right. Well, and also the other thing about that is like you don't even it doesn't even mean even if sixty percent of people did vote for him, that doesn't mean they liked him. That just means they liked Hillary less, which that's not yeah. hard to do. Which is, which is typically how we've done elections forever. At least in recent history. I mean, I've, people fucking loved Kennedy and shit like that. As long as I've been alive, it's all been about the guy I don't like less. Yeah, basically, the people who do like whatever candidate they voted for are usually in the minority these days. Yeah, and then they piss everyone else off because they just talk about it. Yeah, it's like, shut up. Nobody likes your guy. But I'm so self-righteous. Yeah, exactly. Go away. Nobody cares. <laughs> look at all the fucks I give on one hand. Oh, look, and th- there's none there. <laughs> it's an empty hand. I simply can't carry a fuck to give. <laughs> no, but so that's just why it's bullshit to me that they fucking, like, it's especially bullshit that they were locking people or they were, you know, arresting people for being outdoors on the beach like not only is that ridiculous because we're spread out it's also ridiculous because it just does not spread as well outside also doing things that make you happy literally have been proven to stop diseases to help your immune system but also vitamin d is pretty essential for your immune system yeah they're like nope we just need to lock everything down just panic and i'll panic for a while and then the first thing bars because <laughs> yeah it means you're inside, really close quarters, drinking, so you've lost your inhibitions. Yeah, you spit in each other's distance. faces. You spit yeah. in each other's face, you're drinking stuff. Okay, cool. Those are the first things we'll open. You fucking try to get people to throw things at you and look like you're about to beat their ass if they fuck up. Yeah, you like go up to the dartboard and you're like, hey man, 
throw it at my hand and I'm not going to do it. He's like, why? Because you I look very drunk the and shark. I feel like I'm going to get hit if yeah. I hit you. You have a drunk friendliness that also has a dead in the eyes look where it's like, if I do anything wrong here, if I fuck up and hit you with this dart, pretty sure you're going to snap and I'm going to end up dead. So what's the point of your hand being on the board if I'm not trying to hit your hand? <laughs> it's to prove how fucking badass you are. Like he is, rather. It's like, look, I'm not scared. You won't hit me. Like, you don't know that. <laughs> you don't know that at all. I'm not good at aiming. I literally can throw straight right. I'm using the wrong hand. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> And then he tried to get me to take a shot with him. I'm like, I'm not fucking doing that. I don't want to be drunk also with you. Get out of here, random guy. And then also, if you, I let you buy me things, I feel like you're going to... I feel like I'm going to be a lady who went on a date with you where you're going to think I owe you something now. Yeah. The whole thing was just not good. We, I want to say we made all the right decisions. I would agree. It would have been nice to be able to keep playing darts, but once they started fucking stabbing the darts Picking into the them. ground and then punting them, <laughs> it's like, yeah, okay. the board <laughs> from like 10 feet behind us, so like we're definitely in the range. Yeah, and of the, getting hit. Yeah, the hammer dude also started fucking base or chucking them like they were baseballs. Like quite literally, baseball pitching. <laughs> yeah. Again, from behind us. So, like, well, this is not a good place to be anymore. Uh, fair that? warning: this guy kills basically instantly. I'm just gonna stay away from him. If he hits you, you're dead. He's like the boss character, essentially. Oh, okay. <laughs> And I think you can only damage him in his face, by the way. It seems like it. So, like yeah. There's like, sometimes you get to damage him. Yeah, basically if he puts his things up, you just can't hurt him again. Oh, I keep forgetting we have Jack. What does Jack do? Hurt him. I think he can shock him. Stun him. Oh yeah, fuck him up, fuck him up. Yeah, boy. Weak. Yeah, I'm glad we're playing on not hard, because this guy's kind of fucking annoying. Yeah, seems like it. Okay, he doesn't move very fast. Yeah, that's fair. All right. Um, yeah, and then as far as just to, I guess, tell the rest of the stories about the thing. There were plenty of them, but I'll just, the ones that come to mind. Um, no, I saved them. That's true, but let me let me finish, I guess, as far as what I did on the missions. Okay. Uh, so basically, it was stuff like, like I kind of described it already, like we had to do, um, convince people to give us stuff, essentially. <clears throat> and... In that, I fucking, I was in the south, like I mentioned. So one thing I did is I went, uh, don't go over there quite yet. I'm pretty sure that's a, then like, I'm pretty sure that starts something we don't want to start yet. Okay. Um, so uh, since it was the south, I was like, oh, if I'm religious, that'll convince people. Oh shit, I, I may have described the opposite of what was true. Oops. Yeah, I was like, we're going inside. I feel like this is, uh, this is how checkpoints usually work. Can we go backwards? Probably not, no. right? Shite. That sucks. Uh, anyway, he, uh, so as a, I, I decided I'd be married and religious. So I bought, I went to Walmart and I bought a wedding ring and a fucking like Jesus necklace. And then everybody who I asked for something or like talked to, once I left, I'd be like, bless you. God bless you. And it fucking, the number of people, like, I don't know, it's kind of fun to, play pretend you know like <laughs> to pretend that you're somebody else like i'm it is kind of fun sometimes i'm yeah. just so not 
I'm the complete opposite of a married religious person. So being a married religious person for an afternoon you mean was like a single atheist. <laughs> essentially. <laughs> yeah. A single dude who's agnostic about the whole thing. I'm like, ah, there's probably not a God. I don't know. Almost Jewish. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Someone who's going to become Jewish. Um, no, that's also part of why I want to become Jewish is like the idea of just pretending to be Jewish for a little while, like having to go through that whole thing and like pretend that I'm religious in order to convince them to give me the certification. Like that sounds funny to think you're religious. I, that sounds neat. Um, yeah. And so I was fucking a couple little old ladies. Like I needed a ride and I, I was outside of like an ice cream place and I saw them, they walked past me and I was like, Oh, have a good evening. And then realized I was like, Oh, those were little old ladies. Like who gives rides? Who's more likely to be nice than a little old lady. And so I turned around, I was like, you guys wouldn't happen to be going to this park, would you? And they were like, no. And I was like, well, do you want to drive me there anyway? <laughs> and <laughs> fucking convinced them to. They were they were unsure about it, but they still did it. And then while I was in the car, one of them was telling me, she was like, yeah, one of our friends recently, she was like, her daughter picked up a some guy who needed a ride. And then the guy stabbed her seven times. So we promised that friend we'd never pick anybody up and drive them anywhere. I was like, oh, fuck. Like, when did this happen? She was like, oh, last week. I was like, what the fuck? Oh, my God. <laughs> you guys are way more trusting than I am. Like, I'm glad you are, but holy shit. <laughs> That's someone who walks around with knives. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I literally, I have a knife on me. Also, they were like, well, you have to sit in the front seat. And I was like, I don't know how that's going to make me less capable of hurting you, but okay. Because they, they can choke you out. Yes. Like, they really need to if they can figure that one out can you fucking imagine they were literally like 70 year old women they're like five feet tall 100 they get, pounds they get you I'm like, there's no way if i wanted to do anything to you once i was in your car it would not have been hard but i didn't <laughs> obviously i'm you know i wasn't looking to murder little old ladies and then they like mentioned it and you're like well i didn't think about that that's a good idea <laughs> i could no, take was... this car for free <laughs> <laughs> i could just go wherever i want if i have your car I could sleep in here. Wait a minute. <laughs> you guys are solving all my problems. Thanks, guys. Anyway, also, you're old. Who cares? You'll die anyway soon. God. No, they were... They were... Little old ladies are nice. I decided I'm going to start flirting with old women. That's going to be my move. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> really, really glad you made that decision. I feel like it's, you know, that's how you become charming, is you flirt with little old ladies, because then... Like, you want to meet my daughter? Like, absolutely. Yeah, exactly. That, and also, the thing is, if you flirt with grown women, well, I guess little old ladies are grown, too. They're more than grown. That sounds like I'm flirting with children, alternatively. Um, if you flirt with women who are, you know, your age, they're always defensive. Like, you have to, you know, there's a wall you have to get past. But if the chick's yeah. 50, and you're like, how are you doing today, beautiful? Then she's like... To her, that's it's so like, oh, cute. I'm, I, I remember when guys thought of me that way. Like that's so nice of him. That hasn't happened in years. <laughs> exactly. You get to make some lady's day and practice yeah. flirting and look like a nice guy, and then if she has a daughter, boom. Yeah. You can. And then you're done. You can bang her daughter, and then also if you end up in a relationship with her, her mom wants to fuck you, and so you have that as a as uh, an in a talking point. <laughs> Anytime you're fighting with the daughter, you'd be like, yeah, well, I met you because I was trying to bang your mom. 
only met you because of this. Oh, God. <laughs> you would ruin her. <laughs> so fast. <laughs> yeah. Like, I was into your mom originally, and now I get you. So You're my sloppy seconds. Your fucking 60-year-old mom was my first choice. She's hotter than you. <laughs> no, I think Can you imagine telling a, a girl, your girlfriend, that your her mom is hotter than her? And her mom's not, like, some fucking fake-titted, like, MILF chick? Yeah. Her mom's literally just an old lady? You're like, no, I wanted to fuck your mom originally. Quite literally. Just... The sexiest woman I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they talk about tiger moms and... She's, Ooh, mama. she's not a tiger mom. She's a fucking... What's an animal you want to have sex with? She's a donkey mom. You want to fuck a donkey? What? I said you want to fuck a donkey? Uh, what? Uh, what are you talking what? about? You said a donkey mom. I don't know what you're talking about. Sir. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, dude. Don't talk about donkey moms this way. <laughs> I would never make any comments like that. I would never fuck a donkey. If I had sex with any animal, it would be a human. Thank you very much. Probably the one um, that's the least like immoral to have sex with would be some kind of ape. Yeah. Like I'm if you could, I shouldn't be fucking animals, but yeah. But I mean, if somebody had gun to your head, they're like, you were at the zoo. You got to fuck one of them. Because otherwise, you know, I'm going to shoot you. I, f I feel like an ape would be the least immoral to do. Or like something really big, so it's not even going to feel you. What's the situation where you've abducted somebody, put them in a zoo, and told them they have to fuck an animal? I'm not, I don't know. I'm, I can't get inside that person's head. I'm just saying that they already have me kidnapped. What am I going to do? Oh, I thought, it was a, I thought you said it was you. No. Jesus Christ, who did you abduct? No, gun to my head. I'm being oh. told I gotta fuck an no animal. Fucking animal. Mm. I'm like, That's either... My thought is either you do ape, because it's like the most like a human, so it can kind of think like one, and so mm -hmm. it's less weird, I guess. Or you go with like an elephant or something, because something that's so big that you could be inside of it and it wouldn't even know, because then it's like it doesn't really matter to it, you know? I end up getting inside an elephant to fuck it as... Or like a whale. You're like, all right, hold that whale down. I'm going to... Yeah, somebody go stop that fucking whale for me so I can have sex with it. <laughs> Honestly, dolphins are smart and they fuck everything that moves. You could probably convince a dolphin to have sex with you. Pretty sure dolphins have sex with humans sometimes. Yeah, they rape people. Yeah, they like literally do. Yeah, so you could probably convince a dolphin to like consensually have sex with you. And you know, it's still not... It's still technically not really consensual because it's an animal but dolphins are pretty smart it's like close it kind of know yeah it knows what it's getting into especially if it's the it's the one doing the banging oh god no i'm not gonna get fucked by a dolphin what the hell is wrong with you are you oh. insane <laughs> fuck i'm saying like it could get you 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 would choose to get fucked by a dolphin over fucking a dolphin no. If they have like six inch or six foot dicks. <laughs> you want fucking six foot? I don't know. They have big dicks. Dude, I, I think six foot penis. Yeah, it'd be not good, dude.
It'd be massive. It'd be large. How big are dolphin dicks? This is why we need a Jamie. He can look things up like this for us. Hey, look up dolphin dick size. Hey, Jamie, pull up dolphin dicks. The look size of cetaceous organs is also pretty variable, she told me. I don't care. Just give me a fucking... Ready. We're going to do a Joe Ruby. Dick size. Dick size. I just want to know the size. Because they because they never even show it on the show. Yeah, that's it's true. It's the size of a human hand. Oh, God. Oh, God. I just looked up images. They're not shaped like a normal... It's like a fucking eel. It's Whoa. horrible. It's all slimy. Oh, God. Oh, this fucking... Dude, this picture makes it looks, look four feet long. That is not a human's hand. Maybe it's a forearm. That That's like a human's whole arm. Well, but, like, dolphins are, like, the size of a human. Yeah, and this thing's, like, the size of a human's torso. Like, the length of it. Like, it's a third of the dolphin. I just found a video of a woman getting fucked by a dolphin. If you got that, if you got penetrated by that, what I'm looking at, you would die. That thing the would move some... Mechanics of dolphin sex. thing would move some fucking organs around. What the... Okay. And so basically what I'm saying is that if you were to fuck something that usually gets fucked by that, it wouldn't even know. And so is, is it really that immoral? Like, yeah, it's still not saying it's a good thing to do. It's not totally moral, but like in the grand scheme of things. Did you know there's a post-mortem penis inflation job? What? Like somebody who... What? <laughs> Why? Yeah, I just found this out. Why? Yeah, okay, so I'm just going to read this first, like, two paragraphs. Perhaps the hardest part about studying marine mammal reproductive anatomy using organs collected from deceased animals is that they can't get an erection the easy way. Reinflating human penises post-mortem <laughs> is a relatively trivial feat, says Diane <laughs> Kelly, a research assistant professor at University of Massachusetts and penis inflation expert. Reinflating my dick while I'm alive is a very trivial feat. It's yeah, and post mortem it's also trivial in humans. <laughs> but for mammals it's much harder because it's just a bigger penis. That is incredible. Truly. I love incredible. that she calls herself a penis inflation expert. Yeah, that's <laughs> What's your job, babe? Oh, you know. Penis inflation. That's the kind of job you get just for the high school reunion. Like, that's all you're thinking of when you apply for it. You're like, I want to be able to brag about this at my high school reunion. Dude, what is happening? I'm getting murdered in this fucking room. We're supposed to run away. I'd imagine you're not. Thank God you got out because I'm going to fucking die. Yeah, I hopefully you'll just come with me. Um, there I am. <laughs> sweet. What was it? Oh, sometimes people like. Chicks will have sex with cadavers. Like, obviously, there's dude necrophiliacs, but there are chick necrophiliacs. And you're probably wondering, how does a woman have sex with a dead man? Apparently, your, mortis. your corpse can get an erection. Like, it's not just rigor mortis, as far, as far as I understand. It's like, literally, your body still, whatever's there is still there. If you just, like, rub like it a, enough. Like, a little bit. Yeah, it'll get hard. Which I'm like, does that mean it's warm, too? Like, you can get a dick warm because there's blood in it? I'd have to ask somebody who's fucked a corpse. Honestly, I know this sounds fucked up because it is. I would, if if I knew a chick who had sex with corpses, I'd 
probably be a little bit attracted to her. Like you are a freak. Yeah, like there's and something I, in you that I want to see. And I have problems, so. <laughs> I want to know <laughs> where you'd take it. Because like, that's the thing. We've had this what conversation. Do you, what do you do with them? But like, I'm not at all kinky. Like I don't have any fantasies really that are like depraved. I'm just like, ah, I want to touch your boobs. And so part of me is like, I want a kinky chick so that she'll introduce me to new things, you know? Yeah. And I'll I probably... Kinda, I kind of I feel that, too. Yeah. Like, I'd do them once and be like, yeah, that was cool. I don't I need to do it again. But... Enjoyable. I you were into it. <laughs> I'd do it once, you know? Yeah. It's like, I don't know. I don't, I don't think too hard about that all the time. Yeah, I'm just like... I see boobs and I'm like, oh, I don't want to touch them. Let me... Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Let me, <laughs> let me look at them. Jesus Christ. I want to fucking like, uh, play those bitches like bongos. <laughs> she's want to slap them around. <laughs> and they're like, that's not kinky. And I'm like, I know. I never claimed to be. You assumed a lot about me solely because the fact that I'm a dude. And I look angry. And so they're like, he probably likes beating women. I'm like, no, I get all my beating out, you know, through video games and working out. I don't yeah. need to hit you. Also, because like, you'll, you'll scream and. I yeah. have to deal with the repercussions of hitting you. <laughs> and, like, the kind of chick who's attracted to me because I do look scary, her dad's already beaten her enough. I don't need to, like, yeah. add to that. No, she wants you to be her dad. No, well, yeah, that's why she's attracted to me, but I don't I don't, I don't, know that it's good for either of us if I am. Mm. It's probably best if I'd be the dad she needed to have. I'd treat her nice, you know? I, like, pat her head. I'm like, they're there. And then she leaves there, me there. because she's bored because I'm being nice to her. Yeah. Okay, so I just found out <clears throat> marine mammal vaginas. Mm-hmm. Tell me more. Are, uh... <laughs> <laughs> just that like phrase, marine mammal vaginas, uh-huh. are uh, very complex and they have uh, lots of labyrinthian pockets, folds, <laughs> and twists. Why? <laughs> For what purpose? I don't know why they use labyrinthine well, to describe a mammal vagina, but... Because they probably are. This article is something. All right, so let's let's go to a new topic. <laughs> uh, first of all, you want to get in my fucking buggy, bud? Move on. All right, let's go. I'll get in. I'll get on. Thank you. Um, okay, so the first one I wrote... I'm not going to say the name of the person I wrote, obviously. Uh, but basically, the idea is: Do you think we choose our own prisons? We're going to get, we're going to go from dolphin vaginas to mildly deep now. Get philo- philosophical. Exactly. Um, okay. Yes. So the impetus for this this question: uh, One of our friends is in a relationship that is uh, very painful for him, and he works all and the fucking us to watch and us to watch, and he works all the fucking time, and so I think the reason, first of all, there's like two things there. I think part of the reason he's in the relationship in the first place is he's just used to pain. And so this is what his brain chooses. But then also mm-hmm. I think the reason he works all the time is to avoid the relationship. Um, so he's, it's kind of like a twofold thing there where he chooses his own prison in both those senses. Mm-hmm. Um, but then the other thing I was thinking about, okay, so I've been reading this book called the art of seduction, okay. which sounds real cringy, obviously. 
it's just one of those most, books. Most book titles are, but it's like I don't know. It's usually worth reading. Yeah, exactly. And it's by a it's by Robert Greene. He like wrote the Forty Eight Laws of Power. Basically, it's a book that gets recommended a lot if you're interested in social skills. So I'm like, oh, I'll give it a shot. Um, and the chapter I'm on right now, he's talking about like how to be charming. And basically, he's like, you want to figure out what people have repressed, and then you kind of provide that. And so, like his example was there was some queen of England who was she was. Basically, she was thought of as this like really prim and proper chick, and nobody could really get close to her. And then the prime minister was like, "I bet she deep down has like a part of her that just wants to be romanced and like to feel like a pretty girl." And so he kind of provided that by, you know, flirting with her and like doing all that. Like basically, it was the kind of thing nobody would think she'd be interested in, but it turned out she was very interested in. Yeah, being treated like she was just some pretty girl instead of like the prim and proper queen that everybody thought of her as, essentially. Oh, oh yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, and so well, most, most people are just children on the inside. <laughs> one, so the idea being that everybody has some part of themselves they've repressed, and if you can provide, you can speak to that part of them. That's like the essence of charm, is what he was getting at. Um, so I was just trying to like think about the people in my life, just like people I work with and stuff, like what do I think this person's missing in their life that they're like trying to choosing to ignore? Um, and one person, so there's this dude who works at my office. He's like one of the project managers. And ever since I've worked there, I've been like, that dude's gay. Like when I first started, I was like, I'm pretty sure he wants to bang me. There were a number of things he said and did that. I was like, this is not something a straight man would say and do to me. Um, but I don't think he's openly gay. Like I think, He's like trying to be straight, oh. or like, yeah. Um, but he does this. He doesn't know, or he does, and he's hiding it. Yeah, exactly. Um, but the oh, you're just fully dead. I literally exploded. Yep, we have to kill that guy quick. Yep. Uh, okay. And so, where I'm getting at with this is the other thing I like. There, I don't know this guy that well, but the two things I know about him is that I'm pretty sure he's gay, and he is like. My job's fucking easy. Like, I don't, I barely work, but he's in a different department and he's in charge of enough shit that he basically works non fucking stop and he's always stressed out. Like, he's always bitching about how much work he has to do and people are always like relying on him and waiting for him to get shit done. Um, not in a way that it's like he's unreliable. It's just like he has so much fucking shit on his plate that he just can't yeah. possibly do it all. Anyway, I think he has chosen that. Because he's trying to like, I mean, much in the same way as our friend, I think he's trying to f essentially ignore his actual, uh, ignore his gayness. And that's his solution for how to do that. That's my, that's my very like, uh, it's a guess for sure. But like, that's what I think. And so where that took me is in thinking about all this is basically just do you think that in general people choose whatever prison they've found themselves in. Like if I have something that's causing me pain, is it generally because I've chosen to have that thing cause me pain? I would say yes, but it's not necessarily that you like are aware of the source of the pain. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I'm not saying, I mean, I but you typically try probably try to cover it up in some way that makes you feel in control of the pain. So like, if you have like a relationship that isn't necessarily healthy, but you like you're you're physically always in pain, or just like some part of you just is used to that. Mm -hmm. If you like, 
have the control to take over that part of your life by being in a relationship that feels like you could end it if you needed to, but you will never end it because yeah. it's just like what you're used to. Well, and I think even like that's probably specific to the person we know. Um, yeah. But, but even like also you can relate that to other things you do. So like right. the guy that's constantly working, he'd just be like avoiding like doesn't have to himself. be gay. It could be, you know, whatever other thing, but yeah, right. Yeah. He's, but he's like avoiding he's, he's avoiding dealing with himself because he wants other people to rely on him or he like might've had something in his childhood that he felt worthless. Right. Yeah. That's a good point. Like it's, you you like feeling important and so then so and he needs something to make him feel important or always needed so he's stressing himself out to make that yeah. need available to him yeah maybe his dad was fucking or his parents in general were like we didn't want you and so he didn't feel needed as a kid yeah anything like that yeah so, so just... then he takes this really low-end job to <laughs> and then takes on way too much out of it basically he's like i'll be the fucking central person for all of this shit that way you yeah. absolutely need me yeah. that'd be my guess and then also, also not a therapist and then also being <laughs> able to complain that makes you feel also important you're like oh i get to complain and have people sympathize with me because mm -hmm. they're like oh man that's something that happens actually with fucking uh chicks in abusive relationships mm. i think all right this is something i think i've heard this from psychiatrists sometimes Chicks will be in abusive relationships and they'll stay in them because they like the uh, feeling sorry for the, the fact that people feel sorry for them. Essentially, they like the fact that they get to go, oh, man, he did this to me and people will go, feel oh, like, I'm so sorry. You're such a victim sympathy kind of thing or even like a dude who's cheating on you or whatever or vice versa. A chick who's cheating on you. But I'd imagine this probably more often applies to women. Um just they like the idea that they get to go, I'm such a victim, and people will go, yes, you are. I'm so sorry, you poor thing. Yeah, like you can leave. He's like, no, but I love him. Yeah, exactly. Like, Well, then fucking quit complaining, I guess. You just, yeah, I, people love the feelings that they, they just want to have. It's just control. Like you want to have control over the things that go wrong in your life. Yeah, whatever. So like you, whatever I'd even say for like, for us if we're just gonna like drag ourselves into this because we might as well <laughs> yeah but, like just like being depressed and so we're like try to be funny mm. so we kind of like mask that like oh i can i can laugh when i want to kind i of would thing. say for me i've never like i've certainly had periods in my life where i felt depressed i don't identify as someone who's depressive I, I, I don't either but i'm just saying coming from like things i've dealt with in the past not sure. like right now but well, just like why I would develop things in a specific way. I just mean that I'm not like, that's not my primary thing. I've, I've felt concerned with, even if, I mean, it's probably to some extent, like when I've been depressed, I'm just like, no, I'm not depressed. Um, yeah. But even still, I don't think I'm just a naturally depressive person. Uh, I think the thing I've dealt with more is anxiety, like social anxiety. Yeah. And so I okay. think for me, it comes more from a place of like, if I can make people laugh, that means I'm being accepted. And so in that sense, yeah. I, I get to have control over the, the social situation. Cause like, if, even if like nothing else you've said has done anything, you're like, well, I made them laugh. So yeah. Like I, I can't convince people to do X, Y, Z, but at least I can make them laugh. And the thing about laughter is it's like, 
if I'm making you laugh for that minute or for that second, I'm in some sense controlling you because laughter isn't a voluntary thing. I mean, sometimes it is, but that's not real laughter. That's why I get annoyed when people fake laugh at something I say. I'm like, no, I want to know if I earn that shit. Mm-hmm. Because if you can, like, I don't have a great example, but if you have some political opinion and I have the opposite political opinion, but I can make you laugh saying the opposite political opinion, then for that moment, you're like forced to agree with me. Even if you don't end up walking away agreeing with me, mm-hmm. just the fact that I was able to get you to laugh at my thing means you had to for a second. Um, and so in some sense, it's like you get, oh, okay, we're fucking dead. I guess rocks just fucking launch down this. Yeah, that's neat. What a really cool mechanic, killing everyone instantly with no chance of them escaping it. <laughs> oh, I got up. <laughs> fucking sweet. I got hit first, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. would have been nice if he, you know, strategized with who he got up. Well, hey, walk, hey well, watch out for that rock. Yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I guess that's that That kind of became a different question, not about, like, your prison, but, like, what you choose to do. Um, but in terms of, like, the pain points in my life, I'm like, I don't... I'd say the pain points are, like, I don't like that I have a job, and I don't like, you know, feeling inept with people. So, yeah. I'm like, I wonder if I've chosen to have those struggles, you know? Yeah. I, I, it's at least some subconscious level, absolutely. Yeah, when, what I wonder is, like, why, you know? Because it's probably the case for everybody that it, that is what it is. I don't know, I just think it's, like, the part where you're weakest. How do you mean? You know, also, you're you just not up? good at, de- yeah, you're just not good at, like, dealing with it. So you try to give yourself situations where you like have to force yourself to deal with it. Mm. And if you can like get through it and kind of realize that it usually helps people. Cause that's like where you like, what the fuck is happening over here? You're weird sex. Yeah. Fucking it's the kind of sex I like to have. Fucking I sit on top of her and beat the shit out of her. Can you in the middle of the snow, in the middle of the snow, can you get me up again? Are you dead again? Yeah. I don't Stop. know. Fucking. I didn't even get to get up. I just instantly went down. Okay. <laughs> it's neat. Um, no, uh, the, uh, what was I going to say? Oh yeah. I mean, in, in that vein, one thing, one piece of advice I heard, like, I don't know, I was like 18 and it's, I've very much stuck to it is, uh, or, or tried to stick to it. Like it's stuck with me as advice is the idea that basically whatever thing is the hardest for you is the thing that you most need to do. So like whatever scares you the most, that's what you need to do essentially. Yeah. And so, like, I've thought that even with, uh, like, this is going to sound ridiculous, but in terms of, I've, like, gone back and forth on joining the military, um, but legitimately, the idea of getting shot at is less terrifying to me than the idea of becoming, on stage. Yeah. Yeah, becoming a funny <laughs> comedian. <laughs> so, in that calculation, I've been, like, every time I've thought about it, I'm like, no, I probably Doesn't need to scare me enough. go yeah. tell jokes instead. Well, it's again, like, I think I, I might have mentioned this in an earlier episode, but they're so long and it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> no, just like, listening. We haven't released you, any. We're never going yeah, we've, to. We've released zero anyway. Yeah. But, like, convinced. Uh, but it's like when you're at, like, a bar mm-hmm. or just you're out in general and you see people and then you see someone you're attracted to. Yeah. You've been looking at, like, 
other women the whole time likely that you just like they just pass you by the fuck you filter them out and you see one and you're like why is she fucking horrifying but also (laughs) very attractive to me that kind of thing yeah he like nervous kind of thing like okay there's something there yeah and that's how you know that's the one you should probably go talk to yeah exactly i mean that said it does help to have talked to a whole bunch before that like if you're just well i mean it it helps you walk up and like initiate, like know how to initiate easier. I'm not saying right. you should like just go hit on no one, but well, like there's like everyone's felt like there's just one person that you're just like that one for some fucking reason. Yeah, I mean, so it's especially strange when it's like when everybody knows that's the hot person. That's one thing, but when it's somebody who there's just something about them, like technically they're not that attractive. They wouldn't. They're not the chick that's yeah. drawing everybody's attention, but to you, they're like you're like I need her. You're like that one has a thing going on. Yeah, exactly. For, for me, for some reason, <laughs> I must possess her vagina. That is not what I was going for. <laughs> I must own it. I will trade her de- father for a goat. <laughs> Wait, you're gonna trade her father? I will trade her. No, I want to trade with her father. I'll give her him a goat. There you I go. The daughter. Yeah. It'll it'll be good. That's what I meant to say. It didn't come out right at all. <laughs> what the. Oh, well, we're fucked. Jack. Oh, he got me. He got me. He got you. I got you. I Whatever. Let's not. Coming, These guys are very us. fucking aggro. I wish they wouldn't get so close. <laughs> Back off, dude. They're like, you know how this game's a cover-based shooter? What if we make a bunch of shit that runs behind the cover? Won't that, that be fun? That sounds perfect. It sounds like a blast for those people. <laughs> They'll love it. Oh, okay. okay. You down again? No, there's just a big guy. I don't like it. All right. Well, we deflated that topic by talking about selling goats. So <laughs> decreased its legitimacy. Is that decreased its legitimacy massively? No, I guess just the thing about like figuring yourself out that's difficult is just learning. Like, all right, what are? Why do I have the problems I have? Because they aren't just here for no reason. Yeah, it's usually like, the case. I feel like. I feel like people always are like, well, it's something that happened in childhood. And maybe that's true, but also part is, of me thinks... How do we know we didn't cause it in childhood? We set up our lives when we're young and we forget it. Or even it's something <laughs> that if it had happened to you, to a different person in childhood, they would have been fine. You just, for some reason, have chosen to maintain the problem for X, Y, Z reason. Well, yeah, it comes down to like the kind of like twin thing where they did like w- literally one study. <laughs> Because that's like how twins work. There's like very few of them. Uh-huh. But it was like one was a successful like CEO and the other was an alcoholic. And they're like, why are you this way? He was like, because my dad's an alcoholic. It's like, well, his dad's like an just alcoholic. asking. Well, just asking both of them the same question. They both had the same answer. Oh, oh yeah, that's I like that. That's yeah. Oh god. But they just like thought about it and did it in different ways because of maybe what they needed in that. Well, and the strange thing there is they both encountered. I mean, they the both have the thing. same genetics, and so you wonder. What well, you have to exactly. wonder is that's like, why the twin thing is well, the no, interesting but, part of that. Well, you have to wonder is if does that mean that it was purely random chance, like it just you you get lucky with who you are, or did they have some life experience early on that changed how they reacted to things? Yeah, and one didn't have that life experience, right? Yeah, I, because I don't know. like yeah, because they're technically like biologically the same and they're raised the same yeah because the, the, I mean, a lot of twin or some twin studies it's like 
they're looking specifically for how upbringing affects you. So they find twins that have grown up in different environments. Yeah, but like the same environment with twins. Yeah, that's that's strange. Is an interesting one. And they're I'm assuming they were identical twins. Maybe I don't know like the full legitimacy of that story even because I've heard it so many times at this point. I'm like it might just be a thing people say. That's fair, <laughs> but, but still, like it's a it's a fun thought experiment either way. Yeah, exactly. It's a good way to think of it. I mean, if it's if it was just a a parable, like it's not a real thing that happened. Maybe a better way to do it would be to say like a, a two brothers, and then one you know, one's a CEO, yeah. one's a alcoholic, and when you ask him why, they say because my dad's an alcoholic. Like they both have like the same thought, but yeah, because then you can explain go about it a different way. Or maybe I'm overthinking the parable. Maybe that's the case. You you might be, but I it still makes sense to me. So it's like yeah, that's why the thing uh, with twins is they're raised at the exact same time, technically. Yeah, it's a good point. It's a fair point. There are things about it. Anyway, you gotta wonder. That's all I'm saying. You gotta wonder. And it's just funny to be able to like look at other people and see clearly why they are the way they are, but then look at and yourself and be like, I don't know, dude. Fuck. Yeah, like, I can't fucking see it. Like, uh, <laughs> well, that was like the thing. It's like, I don't know what I'm like to other people. All I know is like what's going on in my head. Yeah, I'm very cognizant of how I affect other people. And so then I'd be, I, I try to integrate that as much as possible. I know how I, how I affect them. I just don't know. How you come across, you like, I mean? How I come across. You know, like, like, I try not to be a piece of shit, and it's clear that people enjoy being around me. But <laughs> at least I well enough. Know, like, yeah. At least well enough that, I, that I'm just like, I don't know. Like, I have, like, thoughts about you guys, but it's not like I am, a, am capable of being aware of how I come across. Yeah. I mean, you'll never see yourself the way other people see you. Yeah, exactly. I look at my face and I'm like, ah, that's just a face. But I've from an I've had enough experience with people telling me I look like I'm 30 that I understand. Oh, I must look like I'm 30. And yeah. So I just, yeah, I'm aware of that. But it's not like I, I see myself and I'm like, oh, I was a 30 year old. That's why fucking anytime you you take any psychedelic, anytime you take a psychedelic and you look at yourself in the mirror, it's the weirdest experience because you kind of see yourself the way other people see you. Yeah. At least that's what I think it is. Um, and so you, it, it's just weird to see yourself from like an objective point of view without all the, the extra shit you add on when you look at yourself in the mirror normally. Mm. Yeah, I never really thought about that. Yeah, it's a, it's would recommend next time you do a psychedelic go. Well, look I did, I did, well. I did, I did do that, but that's not like what I was thinking. Yeah, for me, I was just like, huh, my skin's moving. <laughs> For me, one of the the major things I noticed, so like ah, when I was like 18, I took mushrooms and I went and like, I was somewhere where I was, there was a f- reflection around. And when I was 18, I was real insecure about, you know, I had some, for sure, some body dysmorphia about my, my lifting where I was like, ah, I'm not big. Um, I've gotten significantly better now. But at that age, it was weird to look in a reflective surface and be like, oh, I do have some muscle mass. Whereas normally day to day, if I'd you know see myself in the mirror, I'd be like, oh, "You tiny pussy, you tiny pussy, pussy bitch." You can get bigger. Yeah, exactly. Just to have a little bit of more objectivity was strange. You're like, oh, that's what I look like. No, yeah, I definitely understand that. It's just, it's so strange. I'm honestly like, I bet 
a solution to anorexia is just give them fucking acid. I bet a solution to anorexia is definitely a little bit of therapy and probably some drugs. Like if you, but like not like prescription drugs because those don't solve anything; they just suppress <laughs> symptoms. I mean, sometimes they solve things. It's just they're overused. I think because there I are I, they are useful tools. Basically, the way I think of like antidepressants, um, the way I've heard it described by a psychiatrist, and it makes sense to me as far as their proper use. Some people, I mean, so depression is essentially like you're not doing a lot of things right in your life. Like if you're depressed, that means you're probably not, you know, taking care of yourself, you're probably not eating right, you're probably not cleaning your room, all that stuff. Some people can do all of those things and still just have a uh, chemical issue. But for most people, it's like you're not doing any of those things. Um, yeah. And so ideally, the way you solve depression is you just change some habits slowly, like get them to go try more things in life and, you know, work out, eat right, all that stuff that everybody ignores. But some people are just so incredibly depressed that they can't even get themselves to clean their fucking room. And so for those people, it probably is valuable to get, you know, a two-month dose of some SSRI. You get them on that, and then that allows them to have the energy to fix those things in their life. And then once you've built some momentum, you take them off of those antidepressants. Yeah, and then they, people usually stay on them forever. Yeah, the problem is when you're like, oh, you're depressed? Here, just take these. And you, yeah, it's like, no, we need, like, it's like a plan of action kind of thing. Yeah, you don't change any of those things, and there's no, like, aim to get off of them. That's that's it's not good. It's just me for the rest of my life. It's like, no, it's like a tool, like, like, like you said. Yeah, exactly. If you need to build a table, you need to grab a screwdriver for a second. But once you build the table, you can put the screwdriver away. Yeah, you don't just hold the screwdriver for the rest of your life. Yeah, you're like, I made the table once. I can't let this go. I need to keep on yeah. holding the screwdriver. I have to keep you keep using it <laughs> like no calm down put it down yeah and then i just think i am glad that it seems like psychedelics are getting more widely prescribed as like a like an assistant for things yeah so my my only caveat i'd say to that uh before but weed was like allowed time. weed was i was my thought was like weed's so fucking chill why doesn't everybody just accept it like allow people to do to smoke pot now that weed's like a commonplace thing people who smoke weed can be the fucking worst and yeah. so the problem is like there is definitely a uh you don't want to allow things to get well i'm not saying i guess it's fine to allow things to get too popular it's just once they get popular you realize the downsides of them the concerns no. i'd have with well, psychedelics no, I with the concerns it's just the woke culture is going to get worse. I, I wasn't even going to go there. Just the fact that like I'm gonna go there. <laughs> there are risks to psychedelics. And so if they become commonplace, people are going to be doing them recklessly. And we're going to find out pretty quick what those risks are. Primarily yeah. triggering like psychotic episodes. Because I've seen that yeah. happen to people I know. And it's fucking not good. Um, no, I honestly, if I wasn't mentally capable of like meditating for three hours straight i would never have done any psychedelics yeah that and then also you know you're 17 year old kid so the thing is schizophrenia uh it's most common in men between like 17 and 27 like that's when you're most likely to trigger it and mm -hmm. psychedelics do they are a trigger for schizophrenia so it's not like they'll cause it but if you have it like you have the potential for it you could make it come out 
And maybe if you'd never taken that acid, you would have never triggered your underlying schizophrenia. Yeah. And so the major risk there is that, you know, 17-year-old kid doesn't know what the fuck they're doing, get a hold of some psychedelic, and then... Well, that's what I... It's just, like, people use these things like they're just party drugs. Yeah, but that's kind of the thing about kids is they're fucking stupid. Like, I agree I with you. If you're, yeah. you know, if you're 25 and you're taking it like an idiot, um, you're an idiot. Like, like there, no, there's, like, there's upsides, like... I'm not saying just them being more, like, accepted is a good thing, but being able to use them as, like, again, a tool. Yeah to help fix issues is like a way we should look at them instead of what well, I'm not like, even ooh, ooh, pretty color. I'm not even saying them being accepted would be a bad thing. I think it would be a good thing. I just, it's like weed where I'm like, I'm glad it's, you know, in a lot of States, you're not getting thrown in prison for smoking pot anymore. It's just mm -hmm. that there are some fucking downsides in that. Absolutely. Weed people are I, annoying. I and the number of people who are like, I'm fine, I smoke pot all day, but then they do nothing with their lives. I'm like, that is a non-zero percentage of the population. No, there's people, again, people are dumb. Yeah, exactly. But if everything is used correctly, like there's upsides to them for sure. Yep. Yeah, and it's for sure has huge potential for therapy and stuff like that, especially yeah. Molly. I think Molly even more so than acid, frankly. Um, just having done both the like open it. First of all, I think there's less risk of triggering something with Molly because it's not a trip. It's just like a like feelings. Yeah. You change how you feel about things, I guess. Um, but then also it's like, if you have anything, any emotions you're like ignoring or suppressing, like won't allow yourself to feel, you'll fucking feel those things on Molly and you'll feel them like in a way that's in like a safe way. Yeah. Like where you're not even that uncomfortable with them. You're like, oh, that's what I'm saying, like fine. your body feels safe. It's apparently really good for PTSD because the thing about Molly is it doesn't just, mm. um, it allows you to encounter emotions from your past or like experiences from your past. Like be able to rewrite old emotions kind of. Like encounter them with, without all of the baggage you had attached to them. So yeah, you can re-experience things. Like if you get a good therapist to walk you through whatever, you know, negative things you're dealing with from your past, then you can walk through, you can re-experience them without all the baggage. And then, you know, the PTSD goes away. So Molly especially, I think, has potential. Also for, like, couples counseling and shit. Like, if you take Molly, I don't care how I much you hate your wife. huge. Yeah, I don't give a shit how much of a bitch your wife is and how much of an asshole you are. You guys take Molly together, you're going to be best fucking friends. Like, there's no, there's no <laughs> getting around that. <laughs> yeah, that, that's something I never really thought of. Just like, yeah, again, like, relationship bullshit. Yeah doing drugs safely together especially because <laughs> like if you've lost intimacy intimacy in your marriage or whatever fucking any physical touch feels incredible on molly like you get a hug you're like oh my god so if you, if you and your wife aren't having sex anymore and you take molly i would have to imagine that would solve that problem pretty quick hello All right, I guess you decided to stop talking. Good, hello? Oi. All right, well, I'm gonna fucking, you guys want me to sing a song? 
Uh, all right, here we go. I'm gonna I'm gonna be Juice Newton or whatever the fuck her name is. Just hey, call me Angel. Oh hey, I was gonna sing for him. What the hell just happened? I don't know. You decided to stop talking for a good two minutes. You did that too. I didn't. You did. No, you did. No, you. No, you. <laughs> um, like he's gone. Oh, oh, cool. oh, there's robots coming at us again. They yeah. don't. They don't. You're talking about loving your wife. Yeah, and the <laughs> Discord was like, "None of that shit here. Get the fuck out of like, here." Sorry, what the fuck? That's not racism. <laughs> <laughs> you guys call yourself gamers? What is this? <laughs> I didn't hear one n-word. <laughs> we need more hate. More hate. <laughs> I don't hear enough salt right now, sirs. I'm sorry, did you turn off the misogyny for a second? <laughs> can't hear you over here. The mute button. <laughs> no, but legitimately, if you're having problems with your wife, take some Molly, buy some body paints. Maybe buy the body paints first. Buy some body paints, get some fucking EDM, and take some Molly with her. Good luck being upset with each other anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Unless she, like, fucked your brother or something. Like, there's some legitimate reason to be very upset. Like... All your petty shit's going to be not an issue, at the very least. All right. You still there, bud? Yeah, I was just typing out when we had issues. Oh, okay. Is it my recording weird? stopped for a second, too. So. Weird cutout. Oh, I figured we'd just leave that in. They could hear me confused. No, oh. because we'd be, like, off center right now. Huh. Unless... Huh? No, if you're still recording and I'm still recording, the timing should be I'm the same. I'm recording, but I like accidentally stopped it for a second. Oh, well, either way, I, I could probably figure it out. Yeah, so I was just putting it in there to be like, oh, you might need to readjust the... Yeah, clips. okay. Well, because what would be funny, I feel like, is if we leave both in both of our... Each other. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, I agree with that. <laughs> it's <laughs> so like, fusion. It's like, huh, he's gone. Nifty. <laughs> you hear me confused and deciding to sing to myself and you whatever the fuck you were doing yeah i was like all right i guess i'm gonna sing for you guys and then right as i started to sing you came back yeah i think he's dead because you were like talking about molly i was like oh he's gone i took some molly and left like bye i'm back i'm gonna go roll balls now no that's disgusting that's the term that's a good question i don't know why that's the term but it is the term you're rolling. rolling. You're rolling when you're uh, rolling. I, I, I get the rolling part, but rolling balls. Well, and so it's like I'm fucking tripping balls right now. It's like oh, I'm rolling oh. balls. That's mm. that's how I say it, at least. Why is it balls? Trip balls? I don't know. That's a good question. I'm tripping dick right now. <laughs> that doesn't sound as good. Oh. I'm tripping, tripping pussy Absolute. so hard. That sounds kind of. That sounds okay. <laughs> doesn't make a lot of sense i'll be honest it doesn't make sense but it sounds okay does it no <laughs> absolutely not oh he's stunned have, get him get I him i literally only have shotguns and well, i have five rounds left get him in the fucking face bitch Ooh. here we can use our health thing you ready ow he still hurt me he got you oh I'm out oh of ammo. Good. Way to fucking prepare for the boss fight. You I didn't get... know what boss fight. Oh, there's ammo over here. No, I need Sneak. that. Mine. Alright, we're good to go. Alright, well, he's almost dead, so I'm glad you helped so much. I'm I'm back. Yeah, woohoo. <laughs> woo fucking woo. You can take his mace if you want. 
I don't want it. Okay. Pearl well. clutching. What is that? Well, <laughs> pearl clutching gets me hard, dude. Um, no, actually, I I need to go. I had to go to get my thing done. Oh, you do. All right. Yeah. We can talk about how pearl clutching gets me hard next time. Also, this is I didn't add the topics from last time back in, so this is we still got plenty more topics than this, by the way. Okay. For Sick. the next time. Um, let me see if we Fresh. run up here if we'll get a little checky point. That way I can not have to fight the boss again. Checky point a Rooney. I do feel like this has been a good game for this, by the way. Yeah. So also just tells, tells us what to do. Yeah, pretty much. Uh Flight Sim is now on Xbox, so we might try that one out too. Okay. We'd have to download it, obviously. But once that's the case. Zooey Mama. Zooey Mama. Alright, and on that On that note, good night. Did we, did we do an intro? Hold on. Hold on, we have to do an intro. Uh welcome to Oh man, name a podcast that we haven't done yet. Uh I don't know, podcast. God damn it, just come up with one. What's uh, uh I'll open Spotify really quick. Welcome to the Talking Dead. I'm your host, whoever the fuck hosts that, and the other guy is your other host, whoever the fuck hosts that. And with All that, right. we will end this episode of The Talking Dead. I've been your host, whoever the fuck hosts that, and the other guy is the other host, whoever the fuck hosts that. There, I did our intro and outro. Beautiful. Good night, boys. Take care, be well, and stay unfreaking believable.